0: hey everyone welcome to signals from the frontline your every Wednesday live cast brought to you by your friend your friends at frontline gaming. We are your host it's Kicker me, the chief of serial, the sigilite of the FLG and tonight we have some very special co-hosts. this is the Killzone podcast team. Unfortunately Seth is not with us tonight he's got some priorities but we've got these two wonderful gentlemen. this is Emmanuel and Chris from Killzone, the podcast guys you're also on the FLGN right you're part of our your, your, your cousins right?
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Killzone podcast uh, with the launch of second edition came out, and we started doing podcast with you guys. So
0: nice, nice. Yeah. Okay, so you guys have been playing Kill Team for a long time. You have a dedicated podcast. So all you guys in chat right now, if you're listening, yeah, well, we're, and we're watching live, we're, you know, shoot us kill, kill Team questions. I know a lot of you guys are primarily 40k players, but we have certified experts on the show tonight. Um, if you are listening to our podcast, you should be watching us every Wednesday night live at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Jump in the chat. We have our entire production team in the background. Just monitoring the chat and and answering questions and pitching us, you know, pitching us questions if you have, you know, something that's of interest. And, uh, you know, we have these wonderful visual elements to show off, um, like our hobby progress, which we'll get to in one second. But before we get to there, I got to talk to Emmanuel and Chris. Guys, anytime we have new people on our show, we have to ask you a very critical question. We're going to start off with you, Chris. What is your favorite box of sugary uh, breakfast cereal? And if you say something like granola or bran flakes, like our last guest, um, we might have to – You know, uh, remove you immediately. Um, To be
2: fair, he did shift to bacon, which is the most American. yeah, yeah. So, so we
0: we, we had duncan, we had duncan rhodes on last week and he's his favorite box of sugary cereal after i uh yeah after he said bran flakes was 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 bacon and i'm not sure how bacon is is a cereal but we'll we'll take it we'll take it um so surprised crazy didn't
1: give it two thin coats you know that's that's breakfast <laughs> <his practice too. laughs> <Make
0: syrup. laughs> but the
1: uh put the cereal on two thin coats of milk uh favorite thing <laughs> i don't know man cinnamon toast crunch is probably if i had to go for something right now is right. what i'd go for ctc
0: a, a good staple there okay i can respect yeah. that a, a wise man choosing a wise cereal and 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 well what is yours
1: well
2: there's a lot to consider right i right. mean you got the vector the milk what's the cereal <laughs> going to do to the milk is it going to improve the milk is the milk <laughs> going to deter you from the sugary cereal there's a lot to consider so um when it boils down to i think frosted mini wheats it's got to be right. king of the
0: mm. frosted mini meats and that's also a good snacking cereal too you can just take like oh, a handful absolutely. of those stuff in your pocket while go to work and just yeah all right i love it i love it i love it all right um guys um every week on our show we like to talk about our hobby progress and if production can bring down that wonderful footage of my uh of, of my recent i guess accomplishments i played a game of kill team my my second game of kill team uh two days ago yeah look at that board that that board is not the new board that was uh, a repurposed necromunda board but great for kill team and uh if you see the next photo I, i've got these a gorgeous crew these are from the new into the dark set which i've been talking about i am blown away with with the miniatures i mean everything in that box is is gold um but it's just so cinematic like right here this is like like look at that look at that that is a photo of one of my crew guys with a shotgun with a crew hound behind him there's a tracker looking the other way like the visual elements of, of of kill team is just so much fun you get down in there and you can just you know imagine this 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 battle taking place um so I finished that entire box. I'll be playing a game of Kill Team into the Dark in the new set, uh, probably tomorrow, and and I can't wait to see how that new terrain interplays with it. What have you been up to, Chris? What what are you? What are you building? What are you painting? What's going on with your life?
1: Man? Oh man! So life in general. I'm rebuilding the Beer Nid, uh YouTube channel. So I've been uh, right. taking. I took seven months off of that and oh, wow. uh yeah but bringing that back and uh beer, right beer
0: need, can, we, can we do do beer need like a, a a tyranny that drinks a lot of beer all right I'll absolutely it all. Yeah, love, that's love. the
1: biomass thereafter they come down
0: <laughs> i think there's a lot of human beings after that Eat, biomass as well yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's <laughs> none left after that's that's one of the key key things there but also this here uh into the dark box I'm, oh uh, you got one too a nice. Bit.
0: Yep. nice nice oh what's your favorite uh squad or i guess army out of that that creatures the, okay, so- the crew
1: the crew looked cool, but I had to go with Breachers 100 percent because I have been waiting for the uh, the Battlefleet Gothic game to come yeah. back. I'm like, okay, come on, cool. GW, one of these days, you know, and uh, I get my navy fix out of
0: this. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, totally, that. totally. Yeah. Do you think we're going to get rules for them in regular 40k? Because I, I I will definitely run those in 40k. Like I love guard. If I can run them in guard in my guard army, I would.
1: I mean, what do you think that they'd go with? Like, what's would it be guard, you think?
0: I mean, I think they'd be an elite slot. Something to do with, like, they have an opportunity to, like, maybe jump out of a tra- – go, go in any transport they want and ideally be able to move. I don't know. Do something out of the tra- – I just I just see them hopping out of a transport. Like a SWAT car, right? You just see a SWAT van yeah. coming down the street and a bunch of Imperial Breachers hopping out and blasting away. I don't know. That's, that's my, my know. visual –
1: because here's the thing, in the fluff, they're supposed to be completely separate, right? Like yeah, by written totally. rule of law, you just yeah, yeah. you know cannot do it. So I don't know. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. One thing, though, I am going to do is I'm going to convert my Pathfinders and uh, Kill Team to be basically Navis Seals is, is oh, the idea. Nice, play them counts nice, as counts uh, as.
0: Nice, nice. But, I yeah. love it. Uh, I think that uh, the other, uh, I guess, conversion master here is, is Emmanuel. You were just telling me pre pre show about your your conversions. Is that what you've been working on this week? This this uh, yeah
2: yeah. I, I have I had my hobby table right here. Um, so I picked up. This is my um, assault intercess orc. Um, <laughs> see how well I can put that up on the camera. Yeah, yeah.
0: There we go. There we go. Nice. Um,
2: there he is. Uh, oh, he's disgraced some space wolves over here. <laughs> um, and he's got an Admech Plasma um, that he's using as a shooty-go-bang-bang. Uh, shooty-go-bang-bang,
0: um, bang. okay. <laughs> yeah, so uh,
2: this is from, like, the new Intercessors team that yeah. uh, Games Workshop on their uh, Warcom site gave yeah. out, like, a full kill team for free, which cool. we could talk a lot about later. We will, we're um, going to go into
0: the kill team topic. Yeah. I, that's something that we really got to discuss because, yeah. you know, do every, like, everyone has a Space Marine army, and now that you can get free <laughs> kill team rules for your Space Marine army, it's insane. Like, oh, ready to go play. Yeah, um, they're good. And they're, okay. <laughs> and they're good <laughs> and they're good yeah um, all right, let's jump into some like industry news, real guys, uh, real fast, guys. Leagues of Voltan are here. The pre orders are going live this Saturday. Um, I'm sure they're going to sell out, so get your pre orders in very quickly. Uh, this is only the army box, so you can't get all the other units yet. You can get the box that's got the codex in it. You're going to be able to get, you know, two squads of infantry or 20 infantry, uh, you know, two HQs and three bikes. And it's an awesome box set, man. It's it's awesome. But uh, all the other units and probably the standalone codex will come a few weeks after that I know that I'm going to get at least one of those because I am so stoked to be an, you know, a league of all-time player um, we've also got the Siege of Terra books have been rolling out and the Siege of Terra Echoes of Eternity I think came out a week or two ago and I downloaded the audiobook to listen to on a run this morning I started listening to it and I don't know if you guys listen to Siege of Terra books in the Kill Team community or not is that, is that you guys listen to a lot of 40k stuff like the books the Blackboard yeah you do Yeah, yeah. the Siege of Terra stuff you know by far like i know everyone like really likes the horse heresy and i know this is kind of part of the horse heresy but the siege of terror books i just think are you know above and beyond anything else mm-hmm. out there right now so highly recommend echoes of eternity have you have you got okay what's your favorite uh, black library book chris go
1: uh first heretic or Ooh, first
0: heretic okay yeah, good choice humanized
1: chaos all of a sudden you're like oh wait they're not saturday morning cartoon villains you know what i mean you're like yes <laughs> i might have sided with chaos you know
0: so, yeah <laughs> And, and well, what's, what's yours, man? Uh,
2: speaking of Saturday morning cartoon villains, Brutal Cunning.
0: Oh, um, yes, yes. That, that, I can't that.
2: wait for War Boss to come out on audiobook. Yes. Um, I, oh, my goodness. <laughs> My, one of my close buddies is a huge Admech player and a huge Admech fan. Yeah. So Brutal Cunning was like a love letter to us yes. because yeah, it was those two sides going at each other.
0: I, I do play six armies, but I happen to play orcs and Admech, and I loved listening to that because I'm like, ah, I'm, both sides of me are very, very much entertained. And also, like, the voices they do is nice to hear. I mean, if you're listening to the audiobook, not reading it, of course, the voices are very uh, appropriate, I guess, for an orc army. So so that, mm. that, was, that was great. Um, we do have the Void King book. This is a brand new book that's just been announced that's going to be coming up for uh, order soon, no date released yet, but this one one's based about Rogue Traders, and everyone, I don't care who you are, what game system, even if you're playing, you know, Age of Sigmar, it doesn't make a difference. Everyone likes to read about Rogue Traders, so this mm-hmm. book's got me really excited. And we got the Magic cards. Finally, those Magic cards that were teased a long time ago are slowly getting more information. They'll be out in, uh, in the future. I've never played Magic, but I will, you know, anything with a, like, a, like an Aquila on it is of interest to me generally, so, you know. <laughs> uh, and guys, totally unrelated to 40K, unrelated to Games Workshop, unrelated to the miniature game systems we love to play, but Star Wars Andor is coming out on the 21st. I mean, we're all geeks at heart. It doesn't make a difference if it's, if it's the Grimdark or, 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 you know, the Empire and the Jedi. Uh, are you guys stoked for that? Are you guys Star Wars fans? Are you got Disney Plus subscriptions? Are you, are you ready to rock uh, well, that?
2: Well, oh, yeah. here's my Mandalorian with Mark oh. And Grogu. Yeah. Nice, um, nice. Part of nice. a conversion that I'm doing for uh the Wormblade. Yeah. Um Gene Sealer kill team. I just made them all Star Wars. I also oh. play Star Wars Legion too. So yeah, I'm a I'm a bit of a nerd for Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> very stoked for Endor. Yeah,
0: and Chris, what about you, man?
1: Mandalorian's got so much money out of me on that Warhammer Plus subscription, you know? <laughs> just, like, just keep paying, like, come on, more Mandalorian, let's go. Hey, so, guys, uh, if
0: you're in chat, tell us if you're stoked about Andor too. I mean, I don't know. I think this could be up there with Mandalorian levels of, of awesomeness. Yeah, By the cool. way, a nice shirt, Chris, if you're listening to our <Chris, laughs> podcast. Perfectly more. appropriate shirt for this show. Uh, a nice Boba Fett reference there. Uh, okay, guys, um, let's jump into some, some you know, I guess, industry news. We do have the uh, Las Vegas team tournament coming up. We're going to have breakfast in there and we're going to have good food in the hall all day long. This is something we're really stoked about. I mean, you're going to be there with your buddies all day long. We were able to get you very affordable food in the hall, starting from eight a.m. all the way till eight p.m. Well, seven thirty p.m. at night. And we've got these epic dice. Can we show off these dice, Mister Production, dude? Yeah, look at these dice. Beautiful, beautiful dice. If you're coming, you're playing. You're getting. A, you're getting at least one. We might have two. I gotta. I gotta count up how many we actually got. Um, and if you, of course, pre ordered a set, you'll get. you get a full set of twelve of these babies. And finally, guys, we have SoCal happening in October. The uh, the narrative again is on Friday. We're gonna have some free Warhammer. Underworlds on Friday as well. And, you know, guys, we have Kill Team. We have Kill Team. Dakota, he's running Kill Team there. You guys know Dakota. He's over on the West Coast. He's one of your buddies, right?
2: Absolutely. Oh, yeah, very well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, would you say, like, he's one of the, the better TO guys? Like, he runs, like, some of the better, you know, competitive events, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, I was yeah, just I've at one of to his just... tournaments this weekend. Oh, and, sweet, uh, sweet, sweet,
0: sweet. Yeah. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I, um, I, I'm I i excited. So, I, I probably will maybe play maybe maybe i'll just get to play an open game like in between rounds or something because i want to play a little bit of kill team I've, I've gotten bit by the bug recently so so that's 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 very cool and then guys um a lot of people have been asking about the uh, las vegas open regarding the final rulings for 40k's champs terrain and any sort of maybe adjustments after socal right so we want to get through socal that's when we'll finally tweak the player packet to reflect whatever last minute changes we're going to make before lvo so we always have you know, SoCal. That's the last test run. We'll look at terrain rules. We'll look at any kind of last minute changes. And then we'll update the player package to reflect what will be placed, uh, what will be played for the LVO. Okay, guys, we do have you wonderful gentlemen on the show. Please tell us what's coming up with the FLGN and what's happening on your show particular in particular, your your killzone show. What's what's your next episode about? You want to take that, Emmanuel.
1: Yeah, sure. So,
2: um, hey, perfect on the screen. Yeah, like, the hey, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, our previous episode was part one of Into the Dark. This was like such a massive release. It's, yeah. it, th- there's so much happening with this. It's launching season two. So a whole nother season, much like what we expected from last, um, last year of Kill Team. All these Kill Teams getting released at all these boxes. They're saying it's like, hey, here's a whole nother one of that, but they're also introducing it with a whole new rule set for close quarters combat, which is into the dark and two new teams and an annual with two other new teams, all of this dropping at once. So there's way too much to talk about in
0: one show. It's a two part episode. Nice. Yeah.
2: So we went over the whole kill zone, the new close quarters combats on the previous episode. And then this coming Monday, we're going to be going. Into a lot of detail, talking about the general rules, but also all the shenanigans and nitty gritty stuff that we could do for the uh, for the breachers and the crew, which I I love the
0: keep it 40k um, okay. friendly so we can get some 40k uh, you know players and they're listening and getting getting an idea like because you know I, I don't think the learning curve for Kill Team is as bad as it is for 40k because it's not mm-hmm. that many you know armies and that many that much complexity but you know I want to listen to your podcast just to get an idea for what this Into the Dark game is like and in, 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 you know I've obviously been playing a little bit but I'd like to get insight without knowing super I guess the complex nuances that are slightly different from the previous edition. Are people generally really hyped for this? Like are the, is the Kill Team oh, yeah. community like this is a positive change or are they all like doom and gloom
1: well it's not you know it, i mean it's just another way to explore this this universe you know you still you know can play any other way it's just that basically this is the support we were all worried we wouldn't get last mm-hmm. edition you know this okay. is like telling us okay there's another year a box is coming cool. you know all this stuff uh, and so you know it's not necessarily a lot different um it's just you know the new teams and things like that, but yeah, I mean the 40k players welcome to come on and look. Uh, the tagline for the pod's always been you know real talk for competitive kill team. So cool. we'll get you on there. And we'll tell you all the the little shenanigans and dirty tricks that uh, <laughs> you know we, we can find help nice. you get going and competitive. So
0: yeah. nice uh, 40k players definitely love their janky rules and, and, and tricks and how to <laughs> yeah. you know I, I love it. I love it. Um, guys, Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> as well on the Frontline Gaming Network, we also have Grim After Dark with Anthony Videla on there talking about how to be the best player in the world. Apparently, and on the Thursday show, we have f- up, <laughs> which is coming up tomorrow. These guys, uh, as always, cover up the the weekend's events and. Basically, it's the best show on the podcast. I mean, on, on the network. Like there's no doubt. Sorry, sorry, guys on KillZone. <laughs> sorry, Signals, producers, production team in the background. Uh the best show That's on fire. the frontline gaming network is the Thursday show. So so just watch it. There's no reason no explanation necessary. Um let's jump into Killzone and Kill Team and and and, and explain to me. How, you know, how you guys got into Kill Team, because I'm assuming you were probably 40K players first. And maybe why is Kill Team the way to go? If not, like maybe is it is it a game that you play as a supplement for 40K? You know, sell me on Kill Team. You know, ready, oh, nice. go.
1: <laughs> I, I got something that'll probably sell some people on Kill Team. I started right. 40K in 6th edition, 2015. Yeah. And uh, shortly after the Gene Stealer Cults rules came out, it was like when 7th was going on, right? And so I bought all this stuff to do a particular list. I wanted to play like Space Hulk, you know, massive. So I, I had like 14 boxes of Gene Stealers and things like that. And I was going to do Cult, you know, Gene Stealers coming in and regular Gene Stealers swarming. Uh, that got FAQ'd and yeah. became illegal uh, before cool. I could play it a single time. And um, so I started getting interested in things like Necromunda, which nobody played. Even the GW store, they were like, oh, there's a sign-up sheet for people who might maybe possibly be interested, <laughs> but nobody is. So, Some of the you know, best
0: models, but I've never seen it yeah. played once.
1: <laughs> and uh, and then there was another kill team for like 6th edition and stuff. And in the core rulebook, there was stuff on that. And then they'd come out with something that nobody yeah. was playing. And, uh, you know, when, when Necromunda came out, I was like calling the city Like asking, can I like borrow the parks uh, bench? You know what I mean? And and run tournaments (laughs) and stuff like that. Um, And uh, they were like, yeah, but I mean, nobody was playing that. And uh, so. Four months before it came out, last edition, they announced and gave a teaser for Kill Team, and that's when I started the YouTube channel that day, which that day. later became the podcast and everything, nice. you know, because it was like, I was determined for this game to exist, and you know, that's that's kind of what's been going on, so.
0: And, I mean, and the game Kill- does exist, it's thriving, mm-hmm. it's in its second edition, and second season of the second edition, so obviously there's support there, there's love. Have you seen the community growing, just, you know, in general, has the community been thriving? Yeah. Is it the same players that played first edition as that are playing second edition? <clears throat> Plus more or, or was it a complete turnover?
1: Uh, I mean, there's absolute oh, sorry growth.
2: Back. Yeah, yeah. Absolute yeah. Growth. There's a lot of people from last edition moving forward, but it's, it's allowed a lot of us to kind of champion this to other people. It's such an easy sell for yeah. 40K players and for people who are just agnostic to tabletop wargaming itself. Yeah. Um, I, I can't tell you how many people from my LGS that are magic players that saw the miniatures and are like, oh, that's kind of cool. How yeah. do I get into that kind of thing? but also 40k players that might be jaded about meta chasing and changing and swapping armies or are interested in a game that takes maybe hour hour and a half yeah. or they just love so much of this lore so many different armies but to play a whole Crute army. Well, what are you doing? How are, yeah. how, what are you putting all that crude on the table? No one yeah, wants yeah. to play with that. But <laughs> you can play that in guild Team. You can yeah. play orcs. You can play marines. You can play admic. You can play I mean, any and, variety of human that
0: you want. And the fact that you yeah. can make an army within a week. Right. And be able to go and play. Like, I I know you guys were referencing it as big hammer. Like I I love big hammer. (laughs) I love 40 K because that scale of having that many miniatures, that army is really cool. But also like, it's a lot of work to put that many minis Mm -hmm. in a box and then go across town and then unpack them and then take over a whole table. Like, with kill team last night i just i just put five miniatures in a little box and i walked over there like i had a little purse it was like a little purse box you know i was like it was was, that was all i needed and it was really kind of um i I guess it was it was the most stress-free night of gaming ever like i didn't have to worry about like did i get every single one of my miniatures that was on the table no like there's five okay i'm good to go let's let's move on um
1: yeah so i've literally had two days to prep for a tournament before and had an army built painted you know ready to go uh you know
0: so I'm going to – I have to ask you guys like a tough question here and like, okay. you know, there's no um, – say whatever you want, um, you know, but this is a fact with 40K. A lot of 40K players are, are get, get a little frustrated because the game is not always as balanced. We were talking about win rates in the green room right. and sometimes, you know, one army is way better than another army and no matter how good of a player you are, your army just might not be – optimized during that particular time of this year season whatever and and, and you spent like you, you not only is it a financial thing but you also spend a lot of time and money getting that army ready uh yeah. with kill team obviously there's less of an investment in terms of money and time because you're paying only five ten models but is there ever has there been an issue where all of a sudden a, i guess an arm, a squad a kill team is kind of outdated or, or irrelevant because it just can't compete right now with the new shinies toys
1: no last edition was a thing but they have a whole new crew uh behind mm-hmm. that now and uh you know they're watching the tournament results like cool. a hawk and cool. we, we've got more faqs and erratas just like in the short time that this edition's existed than the entire two-year wow. three-year span of last edition so they are yeah, wow. you know continually bouncing there's been a few things that you know rise and fall uh as time goes on but like just this last weekend i think it was we got a new data slate so cool
0: so cool like, cool. Yeah. cool so is there so i mean i think chris you were telling me earlier what's like the like what's the spread I guess like like of of win rates is is it like you know some things are at 30 and some things are at 70 or is it a little bit tighter no. than that in terms of win rates 30 they are
1: um they even this is public knowledge they made a a thing on it so that people can see like okay they're tracking tournament win rates and keeping it between 45 to 55 oh, wow. you know and and That's tight. Based yeah. around that yeah
0: that's really tight. Cool. So cool. it's a cool. very
1: hopeful thing for the community, you know? Let's-
2: and what's really cool is that they're really not worried about changing a significant amount about a team that is underperforming. Um, for example, AdMech, um, the bespoke team, they're the uh, specialist team that came out in White Dwarf for AdMech, um, Hunterclade? Hunter Clade? Yeah, not Hunter Cadre, Hunterclade. That's nice yep. and fun and confusing. But um, they, they changed quite a bit, about three or four different things about that team Shot them up into the fifty to fifty-four percent, based on like my parsing through BCP. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, from that change just alone, um, yeah. and then other teams that are overperforming, like Pathfinders, came out and they were just punching, punching, yeah. punching right when they came out. Uh, they made significant changes to some of their more effective tools to bring them back into line, but they didn't squash them down to a thirty. For my parsing, they're still in the- still in the
0: the running, in the running. Sweet, sweet, sweet. So, okay. I just, just, just asking straight up, like, is there like, the most popular army to play right now? Like, is there one army that has the, just because they have maybe not the best, maybe they're not overly competitive, but eh, not overly, maybe they're not over- having an overly crazy win rate, but they're just really popular. Like I want to play kill team and know that I'm going to play, if I'm going to go to a tournament, I'm going to play a variety of armies, right? That's part of the mm-hmm. fun of it. Do you, do you see that? Or is it kind of like everyone's playing Tao? Cause Tao in general are one of the better. Or everyone's playing custodians. Cause custodians is a low model count army. Like what's, Do you see a pretty good diverse spread of stuff out there or is it? Yeah, you do
1: yeah yeah really it's so good. you know uh, it's a couple of of you know depending on how big the tournament is you see a couple of everything over time it's just weird you know and sometimes it feels like for no reason sometimes it's like oh wow there's a lot of corsairs here you don't see that next time then it's like oh wow there's a lot of legionnaires here which is the chaos space marine expansion then it's like yeah, yeah. that next time it's you know something else uh i think nova just happened It was a lot of pathfinders which is the yeah. tau kind of expansion that they've done um that, that did pretty good but yeah it's a, you know you see a good variety
0: so I'm a diehard 40k player like that's that's my game. I'm just now playing some kill team. I have, you know, a toddler right now and life is really busy with work. So I don't get that many hours in the day to, to play, you know, for funsies. So that's one of the reasons I started playing kill team and also just to get armies on the table quicker, you know, it's a, but I personally feel like. Also, I gotta be transparent. The crude are what really sold it to me. As soon as I saw the crude <laughs> in the box that I'm like, I've always wanted you're 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 like jokingly saying somebody would want to play an all crude army, I would play an all-crude army. Like I like crude. K2K. Like I, so seeing being able to play an all crude army in, in kill team like, yes, I'm i sold. Like I don't care yeah. how good they are or or even what the rule system is, that being kill team. I'm like, i wanna play an all-crude army in some game system. And so that's what that's what really got me in. Um, now that I've been playing uh, a couple of games and I've really enjoyed it. I I, I I don't it's not like I don't want to play 40k anymore I still love like I love Kill Team I'm really excited for my game tomorrow I can't wait to play another game the day after that but 40k it's it's not like it's not like it's like 40k light and it's not even like it's a completely different experience um I can't wait I can't wait, and, and don't take this personally, but I'm more excited right now to play the the new squats and and, and eventually the new guard than I am to play kill team because like I love those 40k armies. Sure. But it, it, I'm I'm in this really interesting position where all my adult life I promised my wife I play one game, like that's it, like one game. To <laughs> like, oh, I think I'm gonna play two games now because they are totally mm-hmm. different experiences. One I can play very casually, relaxed, and still be a I can be in a relaxed environment, relaxed mindset, but still play a very competitive game because kill team is competitive. I think that some Absolutely. people don't think it's competitive. I think, I mean, I think it's just as competitive as 40 K if not, maybe even more so. Cause as you guys were alluding to, it's super balanced and the updates are, are rapid yeah. fire. Um, but, i you know i mean me i i love do i do love seeing a, a huge army on, on the table oh, yeah. so i'm never gonna get rid it's of 40k appeal to that. yeah yeah there's yeah. so there's appealing you guys both play 40k and kill team still i'm sure right a little bit or no well, you i don't, guys want I, don't kill
2: team. I don't play 40k yeah.
0: you don't play 40k okay, okay i have way
2: way too many orcs to be able to but <laughs> the, the rule system just doesn't jive with me it's just yeah. a personal thing yeah. kill team is just uh, kill, kill teams my great. passion and star wars Legion is my other one. where i get my jimmies for the big uh yeah big thing but i mean i like what you said about <laughs> <laughs> um what uh what you said about it being like an entirely different system it is it, it's so spot on yeah and there's a little bit of a misconception with the last edition because that kind of was yeah like 40k light or yeah, mini yeah. 40k it was all the same stat blocks it, it, kinda of shoehorned a little bit to work and they worked pretty well, but not always the best. This system completely different and it, it there's a different way to kind of to kind of show your talent and show your um your um your ability to pilot an um an army. We call them armies even though
0: squad yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, it's, right? um,
2: it, it's so much less about the list building because lists are more often than not like you're going to take the good stuff and you're not prohibited from taking all the good stuff for your team but it's more so about your your deployment more so about how you pilot that team so it's much mm-hmm. more player centric on the pilot rather than on the list you build yeah. which is what it's so exciting for me on competitive, uh, on a competitive game like Kill Team, because yeah. I, I matter a lot more than just the list that I brought with
0: me. Yeah, that's really but important, right? We, we don't yeah. want to play rock, paper, scissors here. We want to play a right. game where the, the pilot, the jockey, the captain of the ship is, mm-hmm. is is what's critical here. Chris, I believe you're saying that you play both game systems and that you're actually really getting excited for 40K in general right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's those, been those rumors about 10th coming, right? And, uh, I did so- Oh, okay. All right. You know, it was, was just, uh, just, just feeling that out a little bit, but yeah,
0: uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I've got
1: a whole bunch of gene Steeler cults and, and nids that I'm just like ready to go into. And then a bunch of, uh, still on sprue. Actually, this is going to be a a massive build, I think, but like 7,000 points of Marines. So
0: 7,000 points of Marines. Ready. That's dude, you have a problem. I'm sorry. Well,
1: no, dude, <laughs> it's the idea is have a library, right? Okay. Cause I, I mean, right. kill team like playing this has made me realize like I, I to play Big Hammer, I have to have three of everything. And then, like, what's good, I get to take that off the shelf. That's how you play Big Hammer. You yeah, know, like, enough. what's fair what's enough. good is is what gets to come in off the shelf yeah. today. And, no, and that's if, you, if you're not true. able to build that and get that going, like right now, it's going to get nerfed or FAQ'd or it, and the list is just gone. And you're so I play, you know, very competitive. <laughs> yeah, I've I had that competitive mindset. I like the tournaments and stuff like that. And that's like the 40K that I like to play. So okay, that's why just, it's like,
0: You just said competitive mindset. You're clearly like the way you're coming at 40K is like clearly with with, like, you know, you seem like a very cutthroat, hardcore competitive player. That's a good (laughs) thing. Not necessarily a bad thing. Okay. But I I want to ask you straight up then. All right. Look behind you. What is, what is more if you, and I'm going to put you on the spot, more competitive in terms of like, if you are a competitive 40K player, can you go to kill team and get a better or a more competitive experience? Or is it the exact same or less? Like, I mean, I'd like, I'd like you to be able to say one is more competitive than the other. What is the most competitive of the two? game systems
1: what what's going to matter is when do you want to win that game because uh 40k and last edition kill team i was winning games before the dice rolled you know it was in the list building step this edition 40k if you want to win on the board uh, or uh, this edition kill team that's that's where this is it's the tactical not strategic kind of a thing um you know that that is different this ed so it depends on what you're into. You know, the the list building has its place. I could go, you know, drop somebody off, be waiting at the dentist or something, and then just like be making a list and and good to go. Um, And that was great because I got to carry my hobby with me into the real world. But you know, it's like, do we want to come in and play something that's already predetermined? Maybe yeah. not all the time. Um, and and what's cool is just the suite of shenanigans that is available to your team. Each team is a different toolbox and they really keyed into like, if you read a book about gene stealers, this is kind of how they're going to perform on cool. the board. So they do and- play
0: to the fluff because that's important, mm-hmm. right? We all read the books, right? Yeah. So they do play to the lore of the flow. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Cool. yeah. And I mean, you can still be competitive with that. It's still awesome to to you know eat somebody's face off and be like, "That's oh, so fluffy," uh, you know. And <laughs> when when the game and, and everything, uh, you know, it's great. But it just you know, I think they're both competitive. It just kind of depends on where you get your jollies. Uh, yeah. I I like the in the game like puzzling through this like you know that what is that? Uh, there's that scene in in that Vegas movie I forget the Hangover where the guy's like card counting and all the numbers are going by his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have those moments in in Kill Team where you're just standing there. And it's like aha, because you've got this, like I said, <laughs> toolbox of different abilities and things, you know, that you can mess with, and, and it's just I, really cool.
0: I mean, dude, I think that is a a, a perfect way to to sum up, uh, you know, this this interview right now, because I, I was curious, right? Like that's kind of what I wanted, wanted to get to: is what is. A lot of people listening to our podcast are just 40k playing casual for fun, but there's a lot of people that come to our events that are very competitive and they want to play a competitive game, the most competitive game. And hearing you say that was a really, really good way to describe it. So yeah, no, no, because I don't even think in kill team you build a list, right? It's or at least the newer like it's very minimal the list building, right? It's not a major part of it anymore. Well,
1: what's Some interesting is it's a roster,
0: a yeah. Roster. Some of
1: them do. Yeah. So it's like a sideboard. You just a come roster in. like a sideboard, like yeah. yeah. You, cool,
2: cool. Exactly right, Chris. Yep. And that, that roster you're allowed to select models from at the time that you see who you're matched up against.
0: Yeah, so you have a sideboard. I like it. I like it. I like
2: yeah, it. Which is really neat. Not all teams draw from that equally. Um, teams like Warp Coven, which is a Thousand Suns team, or Legionary, which is the um, Heretic Astartes team, they have a lot of room on that roster. Um, teams like Orcs, uh, Commandos rather, I should say, yeah. um, you're pretty much taking the same thing every time. And it's how you deploy them, how you execute your plan, uh, cool. crew which is uh what you're so excited about what yeah. i love about that team is that depending on whether you're going against a, an meq or a geq like depending on who your opponent is their entire playstyle can shift dramatically yeah. whether you're focus firing or whether you're going out and trying to cut down some uh, seven wound models yeah they have multiple wounds in this game too
1: which is, I like it.
2: <laughs> but um, yeah it, it, it's so fun and just to, to go, go back a little bit um about the fluff i'm gonna prove to you how great these teams play true to their fluff the void dancer troop which is the harlequins team they're performing a play their ah. entire focus is performing a play you have a lead player if they do something that is very specific to the type of play whether it's an allegory whether it's a tragedy etc cetera, etc cetera, you get a buff cool. you do enough performances your whole army gets a buff their whole cool. thing is just out there the art of war performing kind of thing and that's so cool and every kill team has that feel it's really neat
0: that's cool. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I, definitely with the more recent codexes, this edition in forty k, they've been playing more like the fluff, and it's nice to know that kill team's doing that. And they probably can lean Absolutely. into it even more because you have these these specialists in the on the roster or whatever that can really uh, portray elements of of the literature and, and whatnot. Cool, cool guys. Um, we're gonna jump into the, I guess the the forty k and Age of Sigmar and Kill Team competitive track and hobby track. Uh, Rich, our producer. Uh, sorry, State. Rest- I didn't say that. Uh, Tech freeze digging. Can you pull up the the? I didn't say his other name. Can you pull up our, our our competitive track? Do we have kills kill team first? where are we at? Yeah,
3: kill teams first.
0: Kill team is first. Uh, Chris, do you want to start off with reading the fifth through first kill zone? A uh, kill team. Sorry, I keep on saying kill zone because of your podcast. Jeez.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. On
0: brand. On brand. Right. <laughs> Who, who's 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 in the running right now for the uh, kill team ITC rankings? Well, we've got
1: John Reese, uh, and as far as I know, this is the winner of Nova that just took place. took, his, took it with the Pathfinders, which is very interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a team that I play. I'm currently doing all right with uh, myself, so you know it's nice to see another brother in arms do well there. <laughs> then we have, uh, oh, what is this, Carino El Michi? It's uh,
0: <laughs> so we apologize if we're not getting your name accurately. Yeah. We are just, you know, struggling here to, you know. Uh, luckily, this is Chris reading the names, not me, because these yes. names are far more complicated than normal
1: good enough Um, carlos duran i have heard of this is another spain player and then number two we have what i feel to be the number one player especially you know for the us we have chris Baki. uh was just to of um nova or else he might be number one right here he had to step in for an emergency thing real quick uh so so he's he's doing good there you know multi different faction playing guy very versatile and then we have fernando's marcos ace the Ooh. Spanish, what, what are we going to call him? we we got to come up with a name right now. The, yeah,
3: you got to uh, give him a nickname. Come on. Guys. His, I mean, Ace is Ace. his
1: nickname. <laughs> his nickname is Ace. He He's chosen his nickname. For
0: it. Choose your <laughs> own nickname. You're not allowed yeah. to do that. You know, Listen, we, my name that is LDI. Kicker. Uh, not allowed. <laughs> yeah. Choose your own nickname. So, so yes. Uh, so, so it seems like there's a few Spaniards on. Uh, so, kill mm-hmm. teams obviously happening in Spain. Like, it's a big Absolutely
1: massive. Ace for came to LBO this year and schooled Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah Jeez. he so came out and screen screen just was like wrecked house it
0: was wow crazy. Yeah. cool um do we want to bring up the 40k competitive track and tech priest dickie want to read it because i don't have it in notes and i can't <laughs> read the screen otherwise we can just save it for next week
3: no no i can read it kicker that's you can read fine it.
0: i can't i can't read the, the little the
3: screen yeah that's right. what he kept saying i
0: guess so, so our wonderful tech priest is coming in let's give him a round of applause <laughs> silent if you're in the chat throw, throw some claps here all right all right all thank right you. so thank you.
3: you're number five thomas ogden Number four Manny Chima, number three Vic Vijay, number two David Gaylord, and number one Jack Harpster with his uh, his big uh, Nova Open win. He's getting his uh, gets his big boy points, and he's number one. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, wow! All
0: right, congratulations, Jack. Moving up to uh, first place right now. Congrats, man. Um... Number
3: uh, so this is forty k hobby track. So number five we have Lou Rollins. We have number four Aaron Kelman. Number three, Derek Page. Number two, Dean Pritchard. Number one, Jacob Thayer.
0: All right, Jacob. Cool, cool, cool. And uh, Jacob Jay- j- is actually with us.
3: Oh, oh Jacob j- j- actually I- with us?
0: I-, I gotta tell you, Jake- Jacob has been working on a-, a secret project for me right now. I'm very oh, excited. Oh, see- yeah. For you? Yeah, I-, I need some help with some terrain and oh. he's helping me with some terrain. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, he- Jacob, is a- Jacob and his hobby goblins are commission painters that do phenomenal work. We're just gonna ah. just
3: say that, yeah. So you're, yeah. you're getting a leg up. On yeah. uh, your hobby stuff, is that what I hear? Okay.
0: So I, I kind of have this rule: I have to paint every miniature I play with. But that I don't have that rule for terrain. Like I feel like terrain is like not within that that tight requirement there. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. No, so what's steam. going on with the all, <laughs> all right? So Age
3: of Sigmar, competitive track number five, is Thomas Guan, number four, Ridge Hannah, number three, Jeremy Visiri, yeah, Visiri, Viserier. Uh number two, Anthony Trentinelli. I got that one. Yeah. I hear that name a lot. Yeah. Number one, Gavin Grigar.
0: All right, Ooh, Gavin. Boy. Gavin won last year. Yes, we're still in the lead. All right.
3: Okay, so the Age of Sigmar hobby track, and we don't pay Seth enough for doing this. Uh <laughs> n- number five, Evan Mark Markham. Number four, Jeremy Williams. Number three, Matt Beasley. Uh number two, Ricky Fischer. It's not really spelled like Fisher, but I'm saying it's Fisher. Uh, number one, it, yeah. or Robert Snyder. You can uh, message Seth and complain to him if I. Go yeah. To if, if, if
0: you do, do have it, any complaints yeah. from the way that Techy Sticky read the yeah. your name, just just send all emails to Seth at frontlinegaming.org. <laughs> 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 you will take all emails happily, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, guys, we do apologize if we can't read your name correctly. Uh, send us send us a message. Tell uh, us, uh, us. And, yeah. your name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also send us a photo of your army because I think we need to start throwing people's armies yeah, on, on, like, on camera.
3: We used to get the get, get those all the time and now we're not. So like yeah. people need to step up for sure. Find
0: so me on Facebook, send me a photo of your army if you're in the hobby track or yeah. in the competitive track. Cause you know what competitive players can have an you know, even if their armies are ugly, like it, it deserves its time <laughs> in the limelight. So 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 send us the photos, guys. Um well that's that's about wrapping it up for tonight, guys. Um you want to give us, like, a final statement, Chris Emmanuel, on why 40k players should give Kill Team uh, do, a try? We do have at, a few questions officially. Oh, we, we have some questions? Yeah. Okay. I, I've uh, been asking for questions and you've been asking you, questions? you guys have
3: been done really great, by the way. You've answered most of the questions on the way down, so that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, one, so let's
0: save your final statements. Let's get some questions yeah, here. Then. So
3: one question was, how fluid can you make your Kill Team? Is, is it, like, super customizable or mm. is it kind of oh. set in, like, do you have to get what's in the box basically what's kind of weird this
1: time is uh they did away with points and there's a heart of the cards section like that is i think they did it for balance reasons it's just easier to come to and if there's a problem we we have this kind of core to mess with but what's neat is you also have the roster to the side that you can have up to 20 models on and you choose you know you know what the opponent's faction is ahead of time and you say oh i'm going against you know tau I'm going to bring in these models and you can kind of sideboard in some extra things to help you there. So hopefully that answers your question. It's uh, it's fairly fluid, uh, but there's also, like I said, a a heart of the cards to the build that, uh, you know, a a team has, it's kind of the personality and what they do. uh, And then you get some extra little bits to mess around with on there.
2: And, and in addition to that, um, if the question's more about like building out the models and do you need to buy the specific box or can you hobby and kit bash your way? Um, I don't, I have so many kill teams and none of them are the official boxes.
3: Um,
2: it's, it's so easy to just kit bash these teams into it with, with um, whatever you can find, honestly, as long as they're representative. It's, it's almost like a little bit of that Inquisitor game bled into kill team where people were just so obsessed with making their inquisitor and retinue from whatever kit bashing they could do. There's so much of that in kill team that you can build whatever you want to look what it want, look what it what is inspiring. Like perfect example for the Cruit. I'm using cruel boys for that. They're gonna be my Cruit boys. Um <laughs> and they're gonna be the basis for that and it's it's going to be a blast to convert
0: and build all But that. if you are not interested into even swapping something as simple as one weapon or a head or something um I think that some of the newer kills team sets like the crew if you bought two boxes so let's just call them like you know, hundred dollars worth of models, maybe one hundred twenty dollars worth of models. That would give you every single possible variant you would ever need to build them. So, like, oh, I know the, yeah, the recruit. Yeah. You have a stalker and a tracker, and it's both basically yeah. the same body, so you can only build one or the other. So, if you really were dead set on just building the exact model from GW's rules, you might, you might, you might have to buy two sets, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Now you've got mm-hmm. every single miniature you'd ever need to play recruit or breachers or anything so Absolutely. it's really minimal guys it's super minimal and, and and as these gentlemen have said you can really do some very simple kit bashing to not only add theme and fluff to your to your army nice. but uh but uh but one thing yeah. they also thinking about guys um which blew me as a 40k player going into this i was like what what's going on here this is weird when i made a list it wasn't really making a list it's it, 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 i was looking for points and, and, and unit mm-hmm. size it's literally you have one hq or one leader and then i have 10 crew, bo- 10 crew, um, special it, or 10 crew, uh, I, I, whatever the terminology is. Yeah, you it. Yeah, the it was, board, it was weird. I was like, okay, so that's it. I have to have one of these and then 10 of those and that's it. It's not like I can, you had to do four of those and five of the notes. It's very, very simple. Uh, so that made it, I mean, like I literally opened up the book and I had a team ready to go for the first night without having to think much about it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The focus is on the board this edition yeah. for sure. Nice. Cool. So, cool.
3: All right. So question, uh, how skewed uh, do rosters get are there hard melee teams or long-range shooting teams as well
1: absolutely i mean the tau is a perfect example of long-range shooting there's some guys that are better in melee but they're not amazing at melee you know but that's that's pretty skewed and then you can you know like look at the new intercessors that came out you can go all chain swords you can go all bolters whatever you want you can have both on the roster and then swing hard to whatever you're playing against totally up to you
2: in a large part of the um teams like orcs you'd think all melee they can't really shoot
1: but commandos they're a very
2: good mixed force um, cool. you have other teams Um, which one jumps to my oh uh, wormblade they they have a lot of kind of in, and that's the gene stealer cult ones they have a lot of um mid range but also long range so there's a lot of teams that also dip their toes in both sides which is really fun to engage with so you're not just sitting there gun line or rushing up melee and getting shot on your way in if you want to have a mix there's an option there for you too
0: cool. Yeah. cool 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 uh, that's it. That's all the. That's, that's it. That's, that's where we're at for now. We answered yeah. all the other ones during the You did, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. uh, All right. Uh, starting with Emmanuel, give us your final statement for why people should try kill team because it's opportunity for conversions. What's 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 the reasoning?
2: Well, the big reason is the kill team light rules are free on Warcom.
0: Ah, free, yeah, and, and, and the intercessors are free too. Though. The and rules, the intercessor
2: are rules are free as well. And honestly, if you play forty k you probably have the models for a kill team already. Um, I mean, Kicker, you, you've played it and you're like, whoa, I'm blown away. This is a yeah. lot of fun. Just yeah. try it. Just try yeah. it. You probably have the models already. Give yeah. it a shot. You're, you're going to be surprised at how tactical, but also how fun
0: this is. And I was more—I'm I'm very i was very skeptical, like in all transparency. So I was like, <laughs> I went in with almost a negativity bias and I was like, well, okay, sold. Uh, all, all right, Chris, g- give us your, your closing statement. <laughs> Why should a 40K <laughs> player give kill team a shot?
1: So Kill Team is, you know, it's a fast paced game. It's it's I go, you go. So it's not, you know, an army go and then your army goes and then my army goes or something. And there's a little bit of rolling in between. It's fast paced, you get going. It's competitive, but also fluffy. And it's something that for the first time, I think that there's an IP in the 40K universe where you can have a Fluff Lord and a Cheese Lord at the table <laughs> at the exact same time, having a good time, you know? And uh, that's just something that I love to see.
0: That's perfect. That's perfect. Um, All right, guys. Well, well, thank you so much for coming and joining us this this week. We hope our our audience checks you guys out over on Killzone. Thank you so much for joining us, folks. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a great week, and we'll see you guys next Wednesday night. Good night.